Welcome to the Bambushi Happy Hour. I am Peju Bambushi Roethlisberger. Hi, everyone, and I'm Naomi Bambushi. And this is the Bambushi Happy Hour Pop Edition. How are you, Mom? What's up? Oh, I'm doing great, sweetie. On this glorious day, I guess it's like in the 70s. The weather's beautiful. Well, it's 80. Look, it's gonna be oh, 80. 80? Oh, okay. Little bit overcast, but beautiful day. And I'm doing wonderfully, sweetie. How are you? I'm doing good, Ma. Um, I had a wonderful birthday weekend, um, but as soon as it was over, you know what that meant. Back to back to business. But um, I had a wonderful, wonderful work uh, birthday weekend. Look, you still have the rest of the month to have a couple little mini celebrations. So, uh, oh, I will. Happy birthday to you again, and you share birthday with your um, with someone you admire very much, and that is Rihanna. Oh, that is true. We yeah. do. We, so happy yeah. birthday to her as well. And also Charles Barkley. And and happy 60th birthday to you, Charles Barkley. Yeah. All right. So my, I didn't tell hey. everybody about Uchi. So I went to Uchi, which is a sushi restaurant in downtown Dallas. And I really wanted to try it out. And it did not disappoint. Um, oh, I must have okay. had at least 10 or 12 dishes. And... Uh, Dishes of what? You had all those different types of sushi? Uh, some of sushi. Sometimes I had some little, uh, some short rib. I had a ticket. The sushi spot has beef. Oh, yes. that's so funny. Oh, I would never think that. Oh, nice. Of course. And I had chicken oh, karanji. I think it's karanji or karange. And that was really tasty. I had a, a lot of stuff. I'm not going to go into everything because mine's making lovely faces. <laughs> but uh the food but oh, listen nice. Ma, listen excellent well worth it so go to uchi you know they have luchi uchis oh lord uchis in other states but this one was perfect delicious okay so. oh nice okay yeah. you know wonderful that's good to hear i'm glad you enjoyed yourself i'm glad you had a good time i did and a good meal how was the service Oh, the service was great. Um, everybody oh, okay. was really sweet, really accommodating. Um, and oh, the hotel that we stayed in, um, the uh, oh, you stayed in a hotel too. Yes. Oh, oh, excuse me. The Hall Arts Hotel. It was really nice. I really. It's like a, a boutique hotel. It's pretty new. I think it's been around maybe three or four years. Okay. And they were just really nice, really sweet. When we walk in the door, they had a smile on their face. They had some wine. They were, they were, they were great. Yeah. Okay. They were ex extra nice. Oh, that's wonderful. Maybe I'll try them out within the next week or two. Okay. Maybe. Let, let's nice. see. All right, Rob. Okay. Let's, let's let everybody know what we are sipping on. And um, it is called Halo 7, which is a Black-owned rum. All right, Okay. Ma. All right, sweetie. Raise your glasses. And we're going to toast to long life prosperity health wealth and happiness salud salud that's actually yeah oh that's really smooth oh boy that's a robust rum okay all right all right, sweetie, what's been going on? Well, Ma, we know we just watched one of my favorite uh, events of the year behind the Super Bowl, the NBA All-Star Weekend. Um, and I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, there was a couple of things in there I didn't care for, but 
overall, I thought it was excellent. I um, liked uh, LeBron, how people will continue to give LeBron his flowers for becoming the all-time leading NBA scorer and Jay-Z, uh, you know, paying homage to him in a recorded uh, tribute video. Uh, I liked that Damon, okay. Damian Lillard won a three-point shootout. Um, okay. I, I liked Jalen uh, Brown and Jason Tatum actually playing defense in the uh, NBA All-Star game. And okay. Jason won the MVP. Um, but Ma, you can tell me how you feel about a couple things that I didn't like. One is that I didn't like the, the NBA draft. I thought that was very awkward, the live draft. When they, I just, you know what? I didn't even think, I wasn't even clear what you meant about the draft. I thought that that was the uh, sort of like a jokey joke thing. I didn't know that they were serious with that. I thought they were just like drafting for the game. They I were drafting for the game. Oh, well, then that was fine. But was it was really it. awkward. Oh, well, uh, what's his name? Uh, Giannis? Uh, Giannis, yeah. He just sort of didn't know where he was. But I thought LeBron was fine. LeBron was on point. LeBron Giannis is always on there. point. And Giannis was up there just being a, a clown. You know, yeah. he had a big clown show going on. He stepped out on the court and made one basket and went and sat down or whatever he did. Because he's injured. Well, oh, that's all the more he didn't have any business out there at all. Right. You know? So, uh, and I was happy to see, well, LeBron didn't play that long either, but you can never say anything to LeBron because he's been playing so long, period, in right. the game of life. So, you know, so right. it, it was very, it was, yeah. So, you know, I mean, it was a little bit, it, it, I thought it was funny. To me, I, I didn't even take it as awkward. I just took it as funny. Well, my the highlight had to be the slam dunk competition when uh, Mac McClung, when he won. Yes. And, and he is a G-leaguer, and he also is white. And so uh, all that was that, a, that was a feel-good story. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, because he was, like, totally the underdog. Completely. And, you know, and, uh, and that was good that, you know, the light, you know, uh, shown upon him, and mm -hmm. that was really nice. I and thought for, that was really, really nice. And for for the listeners who aren't familiar, he is in the G League. He signed a a two way contract, meaning that he can still play in the G League and participate as an NBA All Star. He is technically not in the NBA, um, but this I'm sure has brought him some money and some attention, and maybe oh, yeah. He oh, made yeah. play for an NBA team, so good uh, on right. him. That that was really, 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 uh, you know, a, a story of triumph. So that was very interesting. Yeah, yeah and every, and everybody was really rooting for him. Okay, well, my there was a a dark cloud surrounding this All Star game because it was in Utah, and of course, Carmelo was there, and Carmelo was a judge for the slam dunk competition, and he also received praise for being the third highest scorer of, of all time after LeBron and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And a lot of people don't know that Malone, when he was 20 years old, impregnated a 13-year-old girl. And um, he spent 17 years denying the existence of that child, okay? Before he finally like reconciled with them. And you know he became an NFL lineman, that son. Also, um, he also denied paternity that was filed against him when he was 17. So he reached an, or, an out of so he another child. Another he child. Yes, right. he did. Right. And 
um, he was accused of harassing Vanessa Bryant, you know, Kobe Bryant's wife during the 2004 Lakers season. So, Ma, um, do you... I don't know. What what does that harassing mean? I don't understand that. What does Um, that mean? Well, I remember him making fun of her. He said, I don't know if he said something... Oh, you mean like insulting her and so forth? He may have been doing insulting her, being sexual, uh, both of them. Okay. I'm I'm not really sure. Look, he look, said something look, about being Mexican. Well, let, I remember just, that. Oh, oh, he was oh, he was really out of line. Mm-hmm. Well, let me just say this. Allegedly. Right, I got you. Let me just say this. He is not a stand-up guy. He has been less than stellar in the past. And um, let's just hope now that he's gotta be, I don't know how old he is, 60, 60 something. I don't know how old he is, but whatever it is, he's up there. And um, let's just hope that he was just a really slow learner because that behavior, you know, was was reckless and irresponsible. He was very young when it all happened or when some of it happened. He was young, but, you know, it it took him a long time to mature and own up to what he did. So uh, I'm glad that he at least has done so now. Because even what he did in in uh, 04 is almost 20 years ago. So, you yeah. know, yeah. Um, inexcusable, unacceptable under any circumstances. But I want to say he has not been a stand-up guy. And I want to say he um, apparently has been a very slow learner. And that's all I want to say about Carl Malone. Okay. Um, so you think it was okay that they- I didn't, say, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I didn't say I thought, see, you see, daughter? Did you hear me say, say that? No, Did I you didn't hear you say, say that? that. I just wanted to know I, what I, I your final I analysis say, was about. I didn't say I thought it was okay. Once again, these are separate episodes. These are separate incidences. Does that off-the-court behavior have anything to do with his personal achievements? Because if that's the case, a whole lot of them would never get anything. I agree, Ma. I think they that if... To, some of them have, the, you know committed murders and everything else well I think that's hard for me because I think just kind of holding people accountable and you saying look I messed up I was really young I did some things that I'm not proud of I'm a better man now I think that goes a long way and it doesn't he hasn't done it he has not done that I I, I feel you I feel you right there a thousand percent and and he should well he has not been a stand-up guy and maybe he still isn't one yeah yeah. You know, maybe that's just who he is. Yeah. And it's not a good thing. Maybe he's, you know, just been a very good athlete, a very yeah. good ball player. The end. Yeah. You know, yeah. Okay. Well, um, let's move on. Uh, so my Sierra has been trending for a couple of days. Um, and what's going on it, with my girl Sierra? Well, mostly it's good. The first thing reason why she was trending is because some of her fans would love to see her uh carry a halftime show okay. and that and that's really good um you know i think sierra well, was very she could talented do oh she can do that i think yeah. she could i don't know if she is a big enough star i don't mean to say that like that no, but I i'm just i'm just saying. thinking i think she, she's a she great would, performer you know, yeah yeah she would need a chance yeah somebody would have to you know yeah right right and i think that some people would not be happy with that you know who haven't right, had right. an opportunity yet yeah, but right. but she's a great performer. The other a- reason, absolutely, 
the other reason why she was trending is because people thought she was being a little bit of a hypocrite because she had a song encouraging single independent girls who don't need a man to continue chasing money. And they felt that Sierra is a man and she has one with money. So they didn't feel that that was something that she should be posting out and giving women, young women advice on, young single women. What are your thoughts on that? Was that out of pocket for Sierra or on the money? I don't know. You know, I really, you know, I, every, you see, things can happen separate. Things can be in different compartments. You can be very independent and not necessarily chasing uh, money exclusively or a man exclusively or a man with money exclusively. You know, there's lots of overlap. You know, mm-hmm. you can be in working independently, making your own money. And, you know, you want a man and you just happen to meet a man who has a lot of money. The two things happen to coincide or overlap. I mean, you know, to me, I don't see it as being hypocritical that you should do one to the exclusion of another. I don't think should have to happen. You okay. you follow me? Yeah. 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 So I don't think she's necessarily being hypocritical because she has a man who happens to have money. She also has had a man who I don't think he had that much money back when she was with him. Future had money, not Um, like Russell Wilson. Well, 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 you know, she also had her job. She also was working. So, you know what I mean? So uh, I don't think she's being hypocritical at all. Okay. I mean, I don't I don't think she's being hypocritical. I think, you know, two things can exist at the same time. Absolutely. They're not, not, there's nothing there that's mutually exclusive. You know, uh, you know. Okay, Okay. sweet. All right, so this is- Shout out to Sierra. We hope you get that halftime show, Sierra. Well, I would like to see see someone like Usher or someone like that get it before Sierra. Someone who's, you know, has the catalog and everything. Okay. Okay. All right. So anyway- this is controversial, Mom. So you know Marcellus Wiley, right? Do you remember him? Okay. Uh, is that a ball player or something? Yeah, he's a former NFL player, and I think he still is a current sports analyst. He's yeah. under fire. Yeah. I, I remember something about him. Go ahead. He's under fire for uh, some of his comments. Now, he says, I have no issue with transgenders. I do have an issue with athletes who are transgender trying to participate, going from a transition to a woman and now playing with the women. And I will say that you all can try to Dave Chappelle me all you want. I'm very clear on this. You can be a transgender. You can be the homie. But I'll be damned if a male at birth turns into a female and tries to compete against my daughters. She she ain't she ain't out there we out what are your thoughts well it's a funny thing about that because there's some validity to what he's saying because is there something in the whole trans thing that makes you have less strength if you go from a man to a woman do they give you some drugs to zap your strength don't you still have the strength of a male, even though you have yourself looking like a female and your mind and heart and body may feel that you're a female? Are you now weaker? I don't know about 
or what type of hormones i don't really know i you know well well i think that really is the issue yeah can you make it equitable mm -hmm. in terms of your ability to perform mm -hmm. if i have a natural uh advantage because i was born one thing or the other mm -hmm. but whatever and now i'm transitioning Unless that transition does something to make it fair, make it equitable, okay, then he has a valid point. Then it is unfair because whatever my transition was, it didn't take away that edge. It didn't take away my extra. I'm saying I don't know. I didn't I don't say no. Okay. If it does, mm -hmm. then what he's saying is not legit. If I'm fully transitioned and and whatever the treatment is and the process is now, I don't have, you know, whatever that hormone is, you know, or those muscles are that give me the extra strength that I had when I was the other gender, you know. Mm -hmm. So it, it, that piece is in it because it's not fair. Mm -hmm. If I if I still have the strength of a man, which overall, there are plenty of women stronger than men, but in general, overall, a woman of the same weight as a man, the man will usually be stronger. Okay. Yes. Even if they're the that, same, the man will still that is be true. stronger. So, that is, that is so true. if there's if there's no way to make that equitable, then it's unfair. Well, I don't I listen, I don't However, know. I remember However, if they have something that they do to make things more equal, then what he's saying is not legitimate. I don't, you know, I don't want to be, you know, ignorant on this, this subject matter because I am a little bit ignorant and I'm going to do well, some I'm research. Well, I'm saying, I'm outright saying that I don't know that. But but what I do remember is that there was a um, trans swimmer that wasn't allowed to compete. I don't know if it was in the Olympics or world championships right. because right. of that. The swimmer, the uh, swimmer transitioned well, from I, male to female, and they right. felt that it would be unfair. Well see, well, see, this is what you know. You know, the, back in the day, people used to say if it was a gay man, people used to say, "Oh, yeah, but he is strong. He is strong." And and you know, and at the time, they weren't doing the operations and transitioning that way. They were still men. There was nothing to make them less stronger. They weren't taking any kind of hormones or having any type of surgery. You, you understand? They were still just men. But when you talk about something that's being done surgically, mm -hmm. you know, where you do have a whole lot of options, you know, and, you know, you can uh, go through the process where your muscles are softened, you have less testosterone and, mm -hmm. and whatever else, you know, maybe it's not the same maybe it is really is different now if you really have transitioned maybe you're not as strong as you were you may you not go. be as strong but you may still be stronger but i i don't know well, well that's what i mean well but, that's what i mean but let know. me but i think a lot of people are wondering too like is this an issue is this something that happens often like you know because it's like when you make these stands when you say these right. things is right. this something that is just like you know, like very popular. I don't think, I think, well, I don't think, well, I don't think, incident. Uh, well, no, I don't think it's, so I, don't, I don't think it's that popular. And I, and I, I do think that I think the numbers are when I say that popular, I mean, I don't think it happens that often. And right. I do think the numbers are small, but it does warrant 
conversation, it mm -hmm. does warrant addressing it because it's not that it happens often, but it does happen. Yeah. And, and what do you do? And yeah. there needs to be some fair way to where it's kind of fair to everyone. I agree. You I know, agree. So I want to do some more. Yeah, I want to so do some more research on it, Ma, before yeah. I just kind of like. So the, answer, so the answer is, you know, we don't know. The answer is yes, no, and maybe. Okay. You know, that, that's kind of where it is. Yes, no, and maybe. Because things are more sophisticated. There are a lot, a lot of things that are being done to, you know, make the male physically more female and mm -hmm. vice versa. And to make the female physically more male, you know, so and 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 how far they've advanced and, you know, and like I said, how fair it is. Um, I don't know. I don't okay. know. I don't, I don't know either. I mm -hmm. guess that's the conclusion. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Ma. Um, so do you know Chloe Bailey? I think I do know of that name. What about okay. her? She's a singer. So fans yes. were not happy with her when she announced that her next single, how does it feel? will feature Chris Brown. My question oh, yes. to you. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Out of pocket or on the money for us to still uh, demonize Chris Rock, Chris Rock, good, Chris Brown. Um, I, I don't know because Chris Brown, he's had even some incidents after, after everything with Rihanna. He, he's had still, a few. Yeah, you know, he's still, I don't know. I think he's just a damn recidivist. You know, I think he just is not trying to stop. I, I'm not too sure it's out of pocket with him because listen, I believe in, you know, second chances. Mm -hmm. But what, what number are we at now with him? That number is way beyond two. Yeah, okay? yeah, it's that's not true. a second or a third or whatever. He's had multiple episodes where he's been involved in domestic violence type situations. And I'm not really sure about Chris Brown. I don't think it's a good, necessarily a good career move for her. I know she's trying to be on the come up. I got it. You know, I, I don't know if that's the best career move for her. I don't know if I were her. I don't, I don't think I'd be making that choice, you know, but, you know, some people just go for the gusto. I, I don't think I'd be making that choice and I might forgive him, but I would not forget Okay, I might forgive him, you know, um, just not to be so negative and harbor ill will, but I would not, I probably would not, you know, work with him if I could avoid it at all. I certainly don't think I would view that as an opportunity, anything to bolster my career. No, I think I would pretty much stay away from him. And I know it's a kind of romantic, feely, touchy thing, mm -hmm. whatever they're doing, you know. No, I think I would... Um, you know, just as I would in my personal life, I think I would step back from Chris Brown. Hey, he ain't the only, you know, he's not the only uh, train running out there. There's plenty of trains running. Nope. Yeah, I think. I don't, I, I don't think I, it's a good move. Yeah, I, I think I I'm like torn it. with this one because I think that Chris mm -hmm. Brown is very talented. And I, obviously, I still. I, I wouldn't care about his, his talent. He's I, not the only talented one. No, I still listen to his music and, you know, everything, you know, but I, I always. Ha, you know, we'll look at him a little bit differently because, like you said, it it wasn't just the Rihanna incident. There were several other incidents that he's somehow or another found himself 
you know, caught up in whether he did right. it or didn't right. or whatever. You and, know? and, you know, and he's had a chance to mature and all eyes were on him publicly because that was a big thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and to me, he was not, I didn't see any contrition, you know, in him. I did just really didn't see the remorse, you know, I didn't see what he was. So I just didn't see it. You know, maybe it was there, but I didn't see it. The way you showed me that you saw is that you don't keep doing it. Okay. You don't yeah. do it again. When you keep doing it, I mean, come on. You know, right. how are you? So uh, you know, I don't think it's a necessary it's not a career move that I think is smart on her part. I don't think it's a smart move. Okay. So, you know, yeah. All right. So, so like that. All right. So yeah, so Let's move you're on. Right. You know, shout out to Chris Brown. You're all right. But Chris, you know, you need to get yourself together. You're still just a young man. You need to get yourself together and not let us hear about you being disrespectful and abusive and physically violent toward women anymore. We don't need to hear any more of that from you. True. And you need to you need to maybe come out and make an, uh, do an apology tour or an apology uh, or whatever. He, he needs to do something. Okay, I'm forgetting people's name of people's albums. Okay, all right. My your other favorite friend, um, a 70 year old Irish actor by the name of Liam Neeson, um, was not really happy with how he was treated on The View. Um, (laughs) The girls ate him up, huh? (laughs) No, Joy Bear has a crush on him, and they kept mentioning how. Joy Bear talks about him. Joy Bear is 80 now. Apparently, uh, one of the co-hosts said, you talk about him so much. Joy wants to get taken by you while, you know, Liam was sitting there. Later in the segment, the show played footage of Bear talking about Neeson Neeson during previous episodes after the actor joked to her, you know, Joy, you received the checks, right? And there was just a lot of uncomfortable things he said. He said that our segment starts and it's just all this BS with Joy and him have, and her having a crush on me. And I've known Whoopi for years and Joy a little bit, but I just wasn't impressed. I'm uncomfortable in those situations, you know. So he expected it to be more serious because they were talking about gun violence in America in the previous segment. And then when he comes out, Joy was flirting with him. Okay. Okay. Um, so what are your, th- he did say he did have a good intelligent conversation with, with Sonny, the one of the other, um, you yeah. know, yeah. Host. Yeah. So Ma, do you think that he was out of line to talk about this in an interview, in the Rolling Stone interview? No, I, no, I, I don't think he was out of, uh, I don't know. It's his own interview that he took part in. He made mm-hmm. an appearance there. In the out show. of pocket or on the money? On the money. Dead on the money, and I don't even like him, you know. But okay. he was on the money. That was his interview. He participated, and and he felt he was treated a certain way, or the interview went a certain way that he either did or did not appreciate. And he was, you know, he was speaking about himself, you know, and the experience he had there in his interaction directly with the. No, he was on the money. He was okay. totally on the money, okay. whether you whether you agree with him or not. He's speaking about his experience. You know, as it relates to other people on the show, you know, yeah, no, I think he was uh, on the money and he may have been disappointed. You know, he may have thought Joy, who can run her mouth talking about anything, you know, he may have thought she wouldn't have come off. So, you know, just, uh, you know, being silly, you know, so that's so that's it. You know, he was on the money. I didn't know she was 80. I didn't know that. Okay, And she's looking and doing good. 
right? Yeah, she is. Yeah. She's yeah. doing. She's doing good with what she's working no, with. But what, she might want to calm you know, herself I down. That, I think they made too much of it. You know, if they may have mentioned it in passing, you know, mm -hmm. just trying to be flat, flattering or, you know, to make things more relaxed or whatever. They could have mentioned it in passing. It would have been fine. Just mm -hmm. tongue in cheek, you know, but to blow it up and make a big thing out of it and let the focus go away from gun control on to talking about a silly, a crush, you know, that right. an 80-year-old has on the 70-year-old is, is real <laughs> silly, you know. So, yeah. So, um, you know, I feel him. I, I, I feel him 100% on that, like I said. And I'm not a fan of his. So, okay. Well, okay. that's good. Okay, so, okay. We'll, mm -hmm. so we'll move on to something that's in the news right now that is very, um, I don't know, not controversial. Um, So our guy, Don Lemon, you know, they took him off the air for a couple of days from CNN this morning because of some comments that he made. Lemon said he was referring to Haley's suggestion that politicians over 75 should be subject to mandatory mental competency set tests. And so Don, oh, yeah. Lemon, Don Lemon said, Nikki Haley isn't in her prime. Sorry. He said, a woman is considered to be in her prime in her 20s, 30s, and maybe her 40s. Haley is 51. He was challenged by another uh, co-host, I guess, Harlow, who tried to clarify what Lemon was referencing. I think we need to qualify. Are you talking about prime for childbearing or are you talking about prime for being president? And Lemon said, don't shoot the messenger. I'm just saying what the facts are. And he brought up the subject again an hour later. Now, Ma, before you go in, he has since apologized and he's going to get, you know, training and yeah. he's back on the air. But supposedly, and this is from TMZ, he's on his last shot this is it his last strike one more strike and that's out what are your thoughts on don lemon out of um, pocket or on the money you know i really think i'm gonna give don, don lemon i've heard him say some things before that were uh stereotypical and could be offensive if you took it that way but i think he did not intend it that way what I think about Don Lemon is that I think sometimes he has somewhat of a communication problem. I really believe that. Okay. I really believe that because he was covering one of the royal weddings. Uh, I don't know who it was. Oh, who no. He was Don Lemon and some other person. And he was talking about children, somebody's children. And whoever it was, it was an, uh, it was an interracial couple. Okay. Had children. And he says, Oh, 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 aren't those babies cute, beautiful? Oh, those babies are so beautiful. And he was making a big thing and whatever. Now, I don't know what he meant by it, but okay. the way it would have, uh, some people would have taken it that he meant that they were so beautiful strictly because they were biracial. You got me? Yeah. And, 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 not, and I don't think he meant that. I okay. think he meant that they were really just beautiful children, you know, irrespective mm -hmm. to whatever the case was. But the way he said it, it just seemed like it's just a very stereotypical thing you right. know, from an African-American man. You know, yes. so I think Don Lemon sometimes really just has a way of miscommunicating. I mm -hmm. really do. And this thing about Nikki Haley and not in her prime uh, I don't even think that was a, an applicable sentiment 
you know, mm-hmm. even if it was misogynistic, what did that have to do with her being fit for presidency and her being of the age that would require a mental competency test? Right. You know, that's what they were talking about, mm-hmm. uh, not childbearing or anything. So I, right. I'm not really sure why he was saying she's not in her prime. It wasn't an issue of anybody being in their prime, whatever prime is, because prime for, you know, Prime varies for different different stages. Right. What is your prime? You know, so to me, he misconstrued everything. And Don Lemon is 56 or 57 years old. Everything he was saying was not it was it was it was not even applicable, but could be interpreted as being ageist. Yes. You know, so I, I really think he just has a communication problem. And I think Don Lemon has Lemon has been up there as long as he has because Don Lemon is um a gay black man, you know, and has a husband, you know, and then, you know, so and uh and I think he's been, you know, relatively safe for a long time. But this is not he he also made a recent shift. Don Lemon always came on at night. They took yes. his show from him and put him on in the day. So he already it's already been some issue, you know. He's um, been lost ever since. And uh, was it Andrew? Is it Andrew Cuomo? No, it's Chris. It's Chris. Oh, Andrew was the governor. Oh, yes. Right. Ever right. since Chris is has you know left, well, or you they know, got rid of you Chris. Know, you know, right? I, don't you think he's been different ever since then? Well, I don't really follow him that much. Okay. You know, so I'm not really sure exactly, but I know he's been in hot water a couple times, but I'm not worried about Don Lemon because I think Don Lemon will land on his feet, whatever they do. He'll, he'll be he fine. Me. He just, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, but I don't you know. really like him in the morning. I like him more in the evening. He's yeah. not a oh, morning he person. Like, he doesn't like that morning show at all. Yeah. He, he doesn't have like problems. I have, yeah. you know, been reading about it. He's, he's cussed a few people out. He's been abusive. That's they've written up about. Oh, oh yeah, wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. He has, he has that side where there's no miscommunication and, and that's when he's telling somebody you're, there's no miscommunication with that. Okay. Uh, All right. So no, we'll move on. Lemon, he know he can handle his handle. He'll be okay. So now we're gonna move on to um somebody who really was miscommunicating uh last night. As a matter of fact, Miss Britney Spears posted a very bizarre clip in which she domed a strange accent. I don't know if it was Australian or British, and she talked about a dress she made getting help from a friend to sew it, but then changes the things up and says. She talks about a dress that was shipped to her by a company. Then she changed the conversation again and said, so guys, I just want you to know if I shut down my Instagram, do not call the cops. Oh, yeah, she did mention that. But she also mentioned that she was a roller coaster. Oh, I forgot that part. And we don't have to be roller coasters or words to that effect. And then she went zipping out the room and zipped back in. She had two or three different dresses. You know, and um, that she wanted that she didn't have to sew because her friend helped her. Another one, somebody shipped her or whatever. And mm-hmm. uh, she mentioned about being a roller coaster a couple of times. Oh, gosh. Right. I, I, I'm worried about Brittany. I know I shouldn't say that, but I, I'm really worried about her. Because see, something is not right. It did. It did not look good. It did not look good. And we aren't supposed to say that. Like we're like, you feel like you're bad if you say that obviously something is strange with this woman's behavior. Let me tell you something. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if she is not 
in therapy, not on her meds, taking meds and they aren't helping her. She needs change. She needs more intensive therapy. Or if she's just dropped out of therapy completely, or if she's taking drugs, mis mixing drugs and alcohol and with her psychotropic meds, I don't know what in the hell is going on, but what it all equals, Brittany is in trouble. Brittany needs some help. Yeah. Okay. Whether it's just a, a brief break, you know, a brief relapse. Okay. Cause she isn't practicing good mental health. Like she might be drinking and drugging or whatever, and which she should not be doing. It right. could be that. It could be anything. But at the time that she made that video, she was in trouble. Yeah. Whatever was going on, she was in trouble because she was absolutely not lucid when she made that video. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Right. I, don't, I don't know where her, you know, caretakers are. I don't know where was the hubby, the maid, the butler, the cook, the cousin, the father, the uncle, the sister. I don't know where anybody was, but she seemed very alone. And she seemed very, very, very out of it. So, okay. Okay. Uh, so, Ma, uh, on a lighter note, Boozy Badass is watching his years-long friendship with T.I. and the album they completed together, all due to allegedly T.I. admitting he once snitched on a deceased cousin to get out of a gun charge, canceling their joint album, is this out of pocket or on the money? T.I. has come out and, of course, told uh, Boozy off and saying Boozy don't know what he's talking about. And he has the wrong information. Is this out of pocket or on the money? Um, I think it's out of pocket. Business is business. I don't know how far they've gotten into it. But if it was a legitimate business, a legitimate, uh, you know, collab that they were doing, then, you know, that whatever Boozy is talking about is a bunch of nonsense. It all sounds silly to me. It, it You know, it sounds like usually sometimes people say it's one thing and it's another. To me, I don't even buy that. That's the real reason. Unless Boozy is just ex extremely stupid because uh, he, he might not be the brightest person. Well, OK. okay. He's, right, he's homophobic. That OK, we know. Well, then, well, then if he's just a fool, well, you know, you know. A fool is as a fool does. So if supposedly, he's just a fool, he supposedly might, he, might he got anything. strippers or prostitutes, either strippers or pro maybe it's prostitutes. I'm not sure for his underage children, minor oh, boys. Okay. Well, okay. Yeah, all, so right. So, all right. So then, you know, come on. Then it's just another foolish choice that he's making. You know, okay. other than that, he is, you know, sometimes people, you know, do things for reasons other than what they say, you know, other than what they, you know, share with the public. But if that's his real reason, that's foolish. You know, it's it's foolish for a million different reasons. So, but anyhow, I, I'm, you know, out of pocket. Okay. Out of pocket. Yeah. Out, out of pocket, just foolishness, like you said. Right, right. right. Okay. So, my, this is about Pastor Joel. So, uh -oh. someone, uh -oh. someone, Michael Cleary. Pastor I, Joel Osteen. So, Michael Cleary, who has a verified uh, Twitter account, who I'm not exactly sure who he is, but I do yeah. know that he is a more liberal, which is great, of course. Okay. He alleged that Pastor Olstein pays himself an annual salary of $54 million from his church profits and that he has custom garage built with uh, 20 car stalls for each of his custom vehicles. And his favorite is a Ferrari 4580 Italia that cost 270000 
and that he lives in a 70 square, 70,000 square foot mansion. Okay, now we don't know if most of that is true. We don't know about the Ferrari and we don't know how much he pays himself or the cars. We do know that he has a really big mansion. That we do know. Yes. Ma, what are your thoughts on Mr. Olson? Should we start taxing churches and should pastors be allowed to profit off of books, merchandise, and appearances off of their word, their teachings, and their church? Well, you know I feel they should be taxed. And I think they should be taxed, not poor churches, churches that are struggling, but I think we should set a dollar amount at which we start to impose taxes. Mm -hmm. Because some of them live, live in palaces, and do everything while, you know, some of the members are not doing as well. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, some of them are not as charitable as they claim to be. And they use their platforms, their, you know, their uh, televangelist kind of thing, televised shows or whatever it is. They use those shows to sell their books. Right. And so there's the overlap right there. And, um, you know, yeah, when, you know, when churches are making that kind of money, he isn't the only one, but he's one of the, he's probably the top one, or at least one of the top ones we know for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. They should be uh, taxed. And why do they have private jets and all this? I mean, just what the hell are they doing that they got a jet to somebody's house? I they mean, have to go pray over them, huh? Right, right. You know, they got these private jets, this and that, and the claim that they work so hard. Well, some people might say they hardly work, <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah, they should be taxed. You know, we should have, a, you know, above a certain income level, you know, uh, they should be taxed. Absolutely. Not, not the average little, you know, poor church, you know, that, you know. That they're, it's like charity, like a charitable church, church right? Yeah. Like one that's and, and, really and money. in the community. To me, just money. To me, dollar amount. To me, okay. that this church starts to generate, this church is generating millions of dollars a year. That Those churches need to be taxed. Oh, I agree. I, yeah. I'm in total so, agreement with you on millions, that. Millions, tens of millions, maybe hundreds of millions. I don't know, but certainly millions and tens of millions. Oh, no, baby. Uh-uh. Just like they're talking about tithing, they need to be tithing to the U.S. government. Mm-hmm. Oh, know? yeah. Uh -huh. That's a whole nother story. Right. They need to be tithing over there, you know, and they still be filthy rich. They oh, still yeah. But yeah. yeah. They Who really was the guy? Is it Richard Warren that did A Purpose Driven Life that Rick, did 90%? Rick, yeah. yeah. He tied 90%? Well, he's, he's, he, he's a different person. He's a, yeah. you know, the day he's not like them. He's yeah. a different person. Joyce Myers, yeah. you know, she's got little cabinets and little dishes where... Ten and twenty thousand dollars and all that, and get out of here. And she and her voice is just grating. I just can't even stand her voice. But uh, no, yeah. they, you know, then they come on. They're nothing but a bunch of you know, uh, what do you call uh, carnival barkers? They all they're the same. They're just like Trump. You know, they're all the same in the same business. They might be friends only, with him. Only, only, only he used, only they used the Bible. I think they're actually probably better than Trump because they at least spread good words. You know, they, they have positive philosophies while they're robbing you. You know, they do, you know, make that's you feel. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Trump, not Trump is insulting and rob you, you know. That's, so, that's yeah. true. So they actually, they are uh, better than him for sure. Okay. Yes. Okay. 
Yeah, but for the church, churches making millions of dollars, absolutely they should be. Not all churches, not not the regular churches, but all these big mega churches. Hell yeah, they should be taxed. Okay, Ma. Let's do your favorite segment, which is Naomi Knows Best. Okay. Are you ready, Ma? Take another sip or something. I'm ready. Okay. All right. We need more energy. Right? It's after the birthday weekend. I, I think I think my energy level is good. I don't know about you, daughter, but my energy level is fine. Maybe I maybe I'm not maybe I'm feeling it internally, but here we go. All right, Ma. Naomi knows best. Dear Naomi, I read this article in The Hill, and I'll give you a little bit of a snippet. How should I approach dating as a 24-year-old single college-educated Black woman? So according to The Hill, more than 60% of young men are single, nearly twice the rate of unmatched young women. Signaling, signaling a larger breakdown in the social, romantic, and sexual life of the American male. Men in their 20s are more likely than women in their 20s to be romantically involved, sexually dormant, and friendless. And young men commit suicide at four times the rate of young women. Also, a decline in sex, a 30-year low in 2019, 30% of young men, and this is under the age of 30, reported no sex in the past year compared to about 20% of young women. Only half of single men are actively seeking relationships or even casually or casual dates. And that figure is declining. What are your thoughts? Oh, my thoughts is that it's so sad. And it sounded to me like these young women are all having sex with a very small number of men. No, they're older men that they're having sex with. Oh, they're going into an They're older... going into the 30s. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I got you. Okay. Because I was saying to myself, now what's going on here? Okay. Right. Um, But also what I said is true too, because we know that because we see it and hear it all the time. But anyway. Right. Um, I think it's sad and and I don't know exactly why. I don't know is if it's because um people are, you know, unclear about uh, their sexuality which mm -hmm. which could signal a lot of things which could mean people need to be more sexually active to do more exploring mm -hmm. uh, instead of less sexually active so that could, you know, actually it cuts both ways. Apparently it's going more toward abstinence, you know. Mm -hmm. Um I really don't know what all the barriers are. You know, why, you know, and you know, I want to say uh, having to do with sexuality, but that doesn't make sense either because then they would just be involved with sex with all different people. Right. You know? And they didn't say that they were right. having sex with men. They said right. they were right. abstinent. Right. Right. Yeah. So I'm not really sure exactly what the reason is. I'm going to attribute some of it to, um, I'm going to attribute some of it to the internet. I'm going really? to yes. Why? And Why would you say that? Because you aren't really meeting people. Okay. You aren't really getting to know people. You aren't being kind of forced into those situations. And even work, 
And even going to work in the office, you know how many people have office relationships? They don't yes. just they don't just have office affairs. Some people meet and stay together. Well, and, you know, it's it, funny that you said that, Maya. It says that Gen Z was a little bit more relaxed in having relationship with coworkers as opposed to millennials and, you know, beyond. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I really think it has to do with people just not being together in social situations as much and um, not giving themselves the opportunities to get to know each other. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think that's what happens. I think this is a result. And it also speaks to the isolation, the loneliness, and because people just aren't putting themselves in those kind of social situations as much. Even church, mm-hmm. people don't go to church as much. Well, some people are in church and they're just wild and running up and down and going with everybody you did all that. But a lot of people are in church and they meet people and right. they, may, they may drop out of church. They may right. never go to church, but they continue they to be with the person. Right. So, um, you know, those those are the things that's out there. So, and- Mom, what are your thoughts for this young 24 year old single black woman and her approach to dating? That was like <laughs> the question that we kind of. OK, so here's the question. So here's away from- the question, but here's here's my input. My take on it is that I would. Um, throw on my uh, jogging pants, sweatsuit, yoga pants, and go to the park. I'd throw on my bathing suit, bikini, whatever I have, and go swimming. I'd throw on my jeans and sneakers and shorts or whatever and go bike riding, okay? okay? I'd go, I'd throw on my whatever cute sundress and go sit outside and eat alfresco at the little restaurants. Okay. I throw on my cute, sexy outfit and go to the art gallery. I throw on whatever I feel good in and go to the museum. Okay. I throw on my fly outfit and go see the play, the neighborhood play, the on Broadway play, the whatever. I put on my fly Sunday best and go to church, your church, my church, his church, her church, all over, all around. The white church, the black church, the blue church, the yellow church. And I'd be out there. That's my advice. I'd get out there. Not saying I would exclude the internet, but that would be one tiny part of what I do. So you would do dating apps, but you would also be out. Absolutely. But but, But you know what? But it would be at the bottom. I'd do that when I come home tired from being out. You know, okay. and just go, oh, yeah. hi, how's everybody? What's up? You know, no, I would not do that in the place of getting out there. Okay. You know, absolutely. Well, that's, well it's, it's right there. It's right okay. there. In the you know, you can see what's happening and all this work at home and everything. Yeah, you work at home, but ooh, you don't meet anybody on the job. You don't meet anybody on the way to the job. You don't meet anybody who comes to the job. You know what? I'm not going to. Do you think that you I'm should be dating your coworkers, Oma? Yeah, if I recall correctly, you met your husband working. You met your husband working. But he wasn't. I didn't say you worked on the same job. Okay. But you were working. Okay. You were working. Am I right? That is correct. Okay. And you, and guess what? Thousands of other people too. Okay. But if you would have been working from home, you wouldn't have seen him. You wouldn't have met him. Okay. Just that simple. Just that simple. Right? That is true. 
Okay, then. Now, not you alone. Many, many people. Many people. Okay, so you're going to be that's in it. real trouble soon. Now, I'm not going to be in any trouble because I'm putting it out there. My, how I'm come just, you didn't make an announcement? But go ahead. Announce, announcement about what? I don't know. Okay. So what I'm saying is that, you know, people get out there, you know, start participating in life. And that's what happens. The more and more isolated and and independent, quote unquote, we are, the sadder we are. You that's see the, true. You see the numbers. You see what the numbers are. That's true. So that's it. So that's what I have to say. Young woman, young man, old woman, old man. If you're interested in finding somebody, get on out there. Just go. Just okay. go. That's it. Just go. You don't know when, where. Hold on. And, oh, no, I don't want to keep referring to you. Okay. And Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, can I say, and you met your first husband, grocery shop. Okay, no. Why you mentioned oh, that? That's okay, I'm sorry. A, a okay. disaster. Okay. okay. Well, that no. was a bad example. No, but but I'm saying, never mind how everything went. I'm just saying, you, you, you met. Look, I can say that about my own, but I'm just saying, you met him. You met him. And, okay. and, and, you and know, positive I met, vibes. I met him. your I'm father, sure I met well. your father out in public. You know, I was in out in the public. I was traveling. I was out in the public. I think I was at school or something, but whatever. You know, you met my father. Stop. So, but anyhow, <laughs> I, I, well, I guess back at that time they didn't have all this different stuff like they do now. But anyway, um, oh. yeah, no. All jokes aside, in all seriousness, you know, young lady, just get out there. Young lady, young man, whatever. Old lady, old man, everybody. Get out there. My, and that's what, that's what all this sadness is about. Lack of connectedness to other human beings. My, and please, that's what it is. My, please tell me three things that made you smile. The sun, the stars, and the moon. Every day, the sun, the stars, and the moon. And another thing that made me smile was just seeing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I just have been seeing him a lot lately. And um, I just feel good to see him. I always just thought he was such an intellect. I always admired him so much. So just good to see him. And I knew he had had some serious health concerns at one point. And, um, you know, I'm glad that, you know, he's still here and, and active and, you know, everything. So that also made me smile. Okay, sweetie, what's up with you? Okay. Uh, DeBrat is pregnant at the age of 48. She will be 49 oh. in a few weeks. Congratulations oh, to shout DeBrat. Shout out to DeBrat. Her oh, and her wife so will wonderful. be welcoming their first child. Um, you know, they had a, a random donor. Congratulations okay. to them. Oh, oh, congratulations to DeBrat and uh, her wife. And her wife. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Judge so Mathis's show was canceled a few days ago. Only to be picked up by Byron Allen, who swooped in, and instead of it being Judge Mathis, it's a new show called Mathis Court. Okay. So oh, well and good. All eyes. right. Shout out to Judge Mathis and shout out to Byron Allen. Oh, wonderful. Okay. And, and number three, which was kind of funny, Ma, I don't know if you saw it, Ariana DeBoy, who, uh, you know, the actress that was in you know the I can't think of the name of it. anyway she's a talented actress and theater actress she was rapping at the BAFTA award show uh she became a meme when she rapped Angela Bassett did the thing Viola Davis my woman king and it just was like a meme 
And, you know, people are like cruel because I thought it was funny and I thought it was cute. And I think that she handled it well. And I'm going to give a shout out to her and for her to okay. keep her head up because, you know, she's uh, Latin. She's yeah. Afro-Latina yeah. and she's yeah. queer. Oh, you know? yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Mom, do okay. you have any announcements that you want to make before we leave? No. Do you have any announcement that you want to make? The only announcement I want to make is to tell everybody to take care. Of wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Did you not have a surprise? Was I going to announce it now? When are you going to announce I, it? I felt like I had plenty of time to announce it. Okay, so then that's fine. I didn't feel that this was the appropriate time for me to announce my future plans. Then don't do that. That is correct. I felt, okay, good. I, I felt like that I have at least four or five weeks to make that announcement closer okay. to the time. Okay. And, so and, and then I'll make that announcement. But some good news coming to everyone. Good news coming from me. If all goes well, I, then I think it will. Some very good news coming up. So, uh, and I'll let you know in, uh, you know, within the next few weeks. Although okay. my book is dying to tell it already. I'll let you know. I learned it by watching you. Okay. In the meantime, everybody take care of yourself. Don't drink too much. Enjoy your cocktails. Don't drink too much. Don't drink and drive. If you, you know, if you smoke, you know. No, if don't you, you smoke. Know, if you smoke, use edibles or anything. Please don't do that and get behind the wheel. Okay. Don't smoke. Don't All right. Please, please smoke. don't. No, I mean, smoke weed. Oh. Don't, please don't do that and get behind. You know, don't smoke cigarettes. You know, that's terrible. Okay. But if you smoke, you know, have your little marijuana, smoke your cannabis and whatever, and take your edibles, please don't do that and drive, okay? It's the same kind of thing, because you know you know, you get high, that's why we use it, because we get high, okay? So you know you get high from it, so take it easy. Refer to yourself. Well, that is correct. And so, and so everybody just, you know, take it easy, you know, and do it, you know, in moderation and um, just take care of yourself, you know, until we, until we speak again. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the Bambushi Happy Hour. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at All Things Peju. And of course, at the Bambushi Happy Hour, check out our Etsy shop, guys the Bambushi Happy Hour store. Email us any questions or comments at info at bambushihappyhour.com. We will be discussing Me Against the World for our Bambushi Happy Hour book club on our next episode. So we want to hear your comments, guys. And subscribe to our YouTube channel at All Things Peju. And also go to our homepage, at the bambushihappyhour.com. Uh, if you want to join our affiliate program, if you are an advertiser or if you are a podcaster. So other than that, um, I think we've said enough for this episode, Ma. Uh, everybody be safe. Take it easy. Bye. Bye. Bye.